Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the JT Fox Podcast Network. And on this network, sometimes we interview celebrities, as you've seen, Wahlberg, Pacino, Stallone. You can take a look at a long list of A-list celebrities we've interviewed. Sometimes we interview business tycoons. Sometimes I talk about income to wealth. Sometimes I debate the news. And sometimes we just talk about things that I feel like talking about. And I appreciate everybody listening right now. And if you can subscribe to this podcast, right, uh, like it. Uh, give it a review both on Spotify and Apple. It would mean the world to me as well. Uh, but today I want to talk about something, and I think that a lot of you may agree, that social media is broken. And what do I mean by that is we live in a world where the social media provide these free platforms, and you have things like um, you know Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, Twitter, Snap and Twitch. And so they invent these platforms and we spend a lot of time on these platforms, some of them, uh, give them all our free information and it's free. Uh, but as a result of being free, there are terms of services that pretty much said the same thing. Everyone, we can do whatever we want and we're not responsible for anything that's posted. And in the United States, there's something called section 230. So for example, if someone posts something uh, you know, bad about you on the platform that destroys your business or your reputation or your character. It's not false. Their point is we're not responsible, so you can't sue them as well. Now, in other countries, that's not the case. Uh, they can be held liable, but at least in the United States and in many places around the world, that in fact happens. And so what we've seen is a wave of cancellations. And what do I mean by that? Is you, for example, lately the biggest one is Andrew Tate, uh, this President Trump, and various other people. And the debate becomes a couple things. And before we get to how much money the owner of OnlyFans make, I'll get to that in a second, uh, which was the subject headline of this, is in a way, do you think that the social media platforms can do whatever they want? Now, in the case of Andrew Tate, who all of a sudden came out of nowhere, his rhetoric of alpha male, sort of uh, some might say anti-women. And so there's a lot of people who agreed with what he said. Some people did not agree with some things he said, but he got banned and you had these groups come in very similar to some of these move-ins and cancel, 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 and basically got canceled. But it wasn't anything he said on his post. Um, for example, he posted on his account. He did an interview on another show and people took clips of it and then spread around social media. And so basically, he didn't get canceled for what he posted. He got canceled because they don't like him and what he stands for as well. Now, on one side, the social medias can say, we don't want you on and there's nothing you can do. And Trump sued and that was unsuccessful. Uh, I went something very similar on Broke House where I became one of the biggest names and I did nothing wrong and uh, even pursued litigation. And at the end, the argument was always, we can do whatever we want. And they don't have to offer evidence. They don't, free speech doesn't matter because it's not about your free speech that they're protecting. It's about their free speech. And it's frustrating because especially in a new world where social media is how you build a brand, social media is how you grow an audience and you're trying to get customers. Marketing now on social media has become harder than ever because of Apple's new privacy iOS, making it harder to track the people you want. As I remember before the pandemic, you know, it didn't matter where I was in the world. I could set up an event. I could fill it. They didn't know who I was and literally made tens of millions of dollars, uh, if not more. 
And that was a great model. And uh, our ROI was over 800% return on marketing. And of course, the pandemic came, it changed everything. And Apple changed its privacy iOS, so you couldn't necessarily you know, market to the target audience you want. And so as a result, Facebook stock has crashed very, very bad. Uh, the profits are down. The cost per leads are up, right? And they were starting going up during the pandemic because that was the only way to market was online. And then Google comes up six months and says, we're going to do the same thing that um, Apple is doing on our Android, but we are going to give the heads up for two years for people to have changes on there as well. And the pandemic basically created a whole new world of Zoom and a lot more online. And then you basically have a company like you know, OnlyFans who have just completely taken off because people were basically looking for you know, something to, you know, to distract themselves from the, the boredom and the lack of human interaction. And it's frustrating because I, I, you know, on one hand, I guess as a business holder, if you own these platforms, you can say we could do whatever we want. But on the other hand, these platforms have no sort of liability. Um, there's no consequences. And, you know, should there be, and you may say to yourself now, well, I don't care. Right. Well, what happens if it happened to you? What happens if you build a community, an audience, and then you can't communicate? Um, it's frustrating, and uh, and I believe social media is broken for a few reasons. Is number one, you know, you spend a lot of time building an audience, but only one to three percent of the people see your post. On some of these platforms, you can target your competitors' kind of fans and followers, and so you spend all this time kind of, uh, you know, gathering an audience, and then someone can basically market to your fans. Uh, on top of that, too, uh, for example, on Facebook fan page, they want you to pay to boost so that your own followers can see it. And by nature, it's it, it doesn't matter. Like, you know, more and more people are buying likes and followers. It's clearly. And on one hand, I think it's completely wrong. But on the other hand, I guess that's the only way they can grow because organically is almost dead because everything has become a pay for play. Uh, you have Elon Musk wanting to buy Twitter, and all of a sudden he backs out because he says there's a lot of bots. It's broken on however you take a look at it, and that's one of the reasons why I'm now uh, partnering in a company that uh, has pre-launched and it's in beta test to solve these very problems. But when you're competing against companies that have billions and billions and billions of of, uh, of, uh, of money to, to grow and to destroy anyone they want because they have the money you first have to dominate a niche, right? Because you're not gonna go head to head against Facebook and Instagram and TikTok. It's just not gonna happen. And so you have to go very, very niche. And there have been some niches that have displaced people like Rumble. Uh, you have you know, Trump Social, which now all of a sudden that got deplatformed because of lack of content moderation. So is this another hit at the president? Maybe, maybe not. He owns True Social. How that deal went down in a SPAC, that's a whole different kind of, I don't know, man. I don't know if there's anything shady there, but man, it's that's just that just seems to be very odd how quickly that SPAC went up. And speaking of SPACs, those are completely dead right now, kind of as dead as some of the NFTs. And and there seems to be no consequences. People have just basically raised money for a SPAC, bought these companies. There's no oversight within these companies because the SPAC is the one that has to regulate, not the company. And then all of a sudden, these people take all their upfront freeze and they're left to destroy. I mean, an example is High Five Burger. Um, it was a great brand. It got bought by a SPAC and the owners bought it. And then as soon as they got all their fees up front, just, the company's left to, to wither and die. And 
So this is something that needs to be changed. And I think people are very frustrated. I think more people are tuning out of social media, but it's still a big part of, of business. It's still a big part of relationships, but there needs to be something that's done. And there is a huge opportunity out there, but will someone you know, do it? And if they do it, will they penetrate the market as well? Which brings me to OnlyFans, right? OnlyFans is the, sort of that website. It's like a social media subscription service. Uh, that was relatively known for uh, adult stars or people who want to sell, you know, uh, nudes or videos or whatever. Uh, it is not on the Apple uh, Play Store, and so you have to go directly to the website. And um, you know, they were making a lot of they were making some money before the pandemic, and all of a sudden during the pandemic they exploded. And all of a sudden they came up one day and they said, "Hey, we want to do away with the the porn in this, and most likely to try to probably get into the ecosystem of the Apple." and uh, Google Play, uh, the iTunes store. And uh, all of a sudden there was a revolt and they went back, and uh, which was probably a very smart decision because its creator, uh, uh, Leonid Radvinsky, made about $517 million, about a million dollars a day uh, in 2022 alone, about a million dollars a day. Um, and OnlyFans posted a pre- uh, tax profits of $433 million uh, last year, uh, seven times what it earned in the previous years, which shown at how many people actually went to this. And it's a pretty clever model, uh, what they're doing. And they built a niche. And I think now they realize that, hey, you know, their model is very simple. They split 80-20. They take 20, you take 80, and they provide the platform as well. And, um, you know, this Redvinsky, who had a sort of a shady background in the adult entertainment business, direct marketing, 2004 Hotmail sued him for mass spending as well. Um, but the revenues really rose from $932 million, from $358 million from a year only. And they doubled the number of subscribers and boosted the number of creators more than a third as well. And, um, and I think the riches are back in the niches. And so they used to be, let's go wide. And uh, rather than sort of, you know, now it's going back to narrow, going back to niche and trying to create a community. And hopefully once you build a community, you'll be able to other, other sell other products, other service, other investment. And so in a way, it's broken. Uh, it's The system is broken. It's becoming harder and harder. Some might argue that social media marketing is kind of dead right now. It's a, a pay for play for people that have a lot of money and, and blessed to have a lot of money to be able to spend a lot of money. Um, but there's a lot of people that spend millions of million dollars a month and they're just blowing money and they're not necessarily watching their numbers and they're just kind of spraying and praying. And I think before you could be that much more target. Now, what does this mean for you as well? Should you quit social media? No. Um, but you have to find a ways to take your followers off platform. What does that mean? To capture their email, to capture their uh, attention, to capture um, you know, an ability to... You know, find a way to con catch their contact because if they ban you, you lose all of your contacts. And so that's the advice that I have. Find a way to offer a, a, a good, uh, a report, an audio, a series of video or a free gift or something like that so that you can get the audience of people who like you and want to consume. So many people like you and they follow you. And I imagine people want to follow you because they want to consume more of your content, but they can't because they just don't see it. Remember, for what WhatsApp sold, it was believed $19 billion, which is interesting because Facebook has not done anything with WhatsApp.
no marketing, no nothing. And I think part of it too is they're afraid of getting regulators backlash. But they have been very, very, uh, how should I say, uh, skeptical of moving anything else. And I think people don't want to see advertising. So it'll be very interesting to see that, yes, they spent that much money, but they haven't done anything as well. Um, and then the metaverse experiment so far is proving to be very expensive, uh, 50 billion plus in research and development, and that's not going anywhere yet. I'm not saying it's the future as well, uh, but the market is an emotional one. They want to see now, and I don't think anybody sees the long term as well. So interesting to see what is going to happen with social media. What's the next thing in social media? And whatever comes in, is it going to be like an NFT fad of cartoons of people overpricing and people are in or they're out? Uh, you saw it with with uh, Broke House, Clubhouse being dead right now. Uh, you've seen uh, Spotify who tried to do a copycat, didn't work. And a lot of others that just never really went anywhere. And um, interestingly enough, Clubhouse had an offer allegedly for $4 billion when they first uh, kind of start exploding in popularity and they passed. And so I think the lesson is sometimes you just have to take the fugu, which means money, when you're offered to it. And don't be greedy because you just never know what is going to happen as well. So that's it today. If you would like to do business with me, there's a link at the bottom. Would you like to make more income or learn how I turn income into wealth? Um, and I think some of you want to build wealth, but you have no income. And if you want me to fund all of your deals, I've given you three options in the comment, income or wealth.com. And if you want to come to mega success, our last one, the final one, the biggest A-list celebrities are coming on television and Hollywood, the billionaires, uh, from 68 countries, some of the top entrepreneurs in the world. We build relationships, we network. It is the World Cup and Super Bowl of all events. And it will be my final goodbye with, uh, amazing, um, ending, uh, you see that you haven't seen anywhere in the world. So that's it. This is JT Fox. Thanks for listening. Please remember to give this a good review. Share it with a friend. means the world to me as well as Spotify or Apple. Thank you. We shall see you next time.